0: Two, three scores a month. You want to put down contract scores all over the country? Working directly for me? I am self-employed. Geisty lice. Just diamonds of cash. Oh, fine. I'll make you a millionaire in four months. I wear a $150 slacks. I wear silk shirts. I wear $800 suits. I wear a gold watch. I wear a perfect, deep, flawless, three-carat ring. I'm a thief.
1: Do you think that I have been waiting for you to come along? You're gonna marry her and have some kids. Yes. Hey, I'm talking to you. Hey. I
0: mean, what? What is going on in your life that is so terrific? I'm just I'm just asking you to be with me. Go. We got a
1: problem. I want my money.
0: We're new partners. We're in for 10 points.
1: I am the last guy you want to mess with. You get paid what I say. You do what I say. You don't know from one day to the next whether you're going to be killed, go home, or get busted.
0: What's wrong with you?
1: James Khan
0: Seaf. Hello. Oh, hello. Welcome to Movie Humpers. I'm Bob Sham. <laughs> I'm Angela. And uh, the, the weird sounds you hear are probably dogs.
1: <laughs> I was trying to shush her, but she is just like grumbling at me and I don't know why.
0: <laughs> hey man, don't be so dramatic. Oh yeah. Okay?
1: Yeah, t- Okay.
0: I listened back to uh, a few of our recent episodes specifically um hot shots mm-hmm. and I listened to us argue about I
1: listened to that today. I listened to that <laughs> I one listened today.
0: I listened to us argue about how many times you kept forgetting and then you yelled at me for the Chandler Keanu story. Mm-hmm. Did you know that in the in... <laughs> the guy who played Chandler from Friends. <laughs> anyway, so now oh, Michael Mann but now you've seen a michael man michael man is michael man also did Manhunter and heat those are also on the docket okay
1: yes but i know uh, without a shadow of a doubt that uh michael Mann is the director of thief
0: <laughs> yeah you caught on to that one
1: got that one and guess what <laughs> guess what i'm a fan hey. didn't know who he was now i'll never forget uh,
0: if you had to say bob, if you were like bob you can only watch one kind of movie, one type mm. of genre of movie. What would that be? I love a noir. Yeah. I love a noir. Yeah. They call this, what we're discussing, they call neo-noir because apparently noir means, um, you know, Humphrey Bogart um, uh, wearing the fedora, those guys, gangsters, Tommy mm. Guns, Jimmy Cagney. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's what is noir and everything after that is called neo-noir. I don't understand why it can't all just be noir. I guess people just like to say neo-noir. And noir is French for black. (laughs) If you didn't know that. But I love a noir. I fucking love crime. I love the grit. I love movies where no one is really very good. You know? Mm -hmm. What's a good modern noir we've seen in the last few years? Like an uncut gems? Ooh, something like that that's a good,
1: good a good
0: modern noir yeah. uh, a good throwback noir from modern times like an la confidential
1: oh i loved that one
0: i would call like a no country for old men sure like a like a like a western noir modern noir yeah. neo-noir yeah. as they would call it sure. shit like that just off the top of my dome i love a noir and you uh, ask me yeah, would it, what if you uh, could only watch one subgenre movie, what would it be? Gun to your head. I'm
1: not sure if it's more accurate to say thriller or suspense, but I would want like all of the Alfred Hitchcock movies to be in there okay. and also like other sort of like scary. Not it doesn't have to be horror, but I need it to be like Thrill- ah, thriller, thril- thriller. Thriller
0: some That's a good that's a good one cuz there's a lot that kind of qualifies.
1: Cause truly, if you were like you only can watch one person's movies forever, I think I would say Alfred Hitchcock. I think there's a lot of them, and they're fucking good, I think and they're, they're beautiful.
0: There, I think it was sometime last year that James Con passed away,
1: mm.
0: and I knew he had done this movie. And honestly, I saw Heat a long time ago. I don't mm. know if I, I don't know what was up. Maybe I was very distracted. I don't remember a lot of these movies. I saw Manhunter a long time ago, I don't remember but them. Thief. I was like, I want to watch this. I want to watch this. So then I came up with, Ugh. hey, man, don't be dramatic. Also, Michael Man May, which sounds better, honestly. Michael Man May That's sounds
1: better. That's what I
0: called it. That movie we initially looked up, The Jericho Mile was a made-for-TV ABC movie.
1: I guess we couldn't watch it. About
0: a guy in prison who qualifies for the Olympics. It's a trailer. It seems wow. interesting. Yeah. But Thief is uh, Michael Mann's first in theatrical feature film that is this is your
1: incredible first
0: fucking feature film
1: incredible
0: like er, we we talked about a boy by taika waititi his first feature film Mm -hmm. that's a pretty damn good feature film
1: it was
0: you're popping off with fucking james khan's heat or thief here where like this movie it
1: was amazing
0: this movie is fucking good yes fuck and james khan is like in this shit and it's I so simple, been, too.
1: Yes. I have never in my life been attracted to James Caan. Mm. But I think I was.
0: I'm a big fan of uh, my favorite character in The Godfather, specifically the first oh, one. Oh, he is. Because he died, he's dead before the end of the first one. It's of course, his portrayal is sunny. So good. In The Godfather. Yes. The scene where he takes the paparazzi camera at his sister's wedding and he yep. throws it on the ground and he takes like a few hundred bucks and just throws it on the ground. Yeah. And I went to New York and a friend of mine with a friend of mine uh, many years ago, and I flew into the Long Island airport, and we're driving down towards Long Beach, and there's that area, highway stop area, where, and I recognize it, that's where Sonny was murdered in The Godfather, and I'm in the car, and I recognize the spot, and I'm losing my fucking shit, like, oh my god, that's where they killed Sonny, that's where they killed Sonny. So, like, and rest in peace to a king, yeah, uh, James Caan. And it was so funny because Willie Nelson is this movie. Yeah. And he is a, um, and we're going to talk about his scene here in a minute. Like, I didn't know Willie had this in him. No. But Willie is like his old man mentor in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Like a father to him.
0: Willie Nelson's still alive. James Caan is gone. And he plays the mentor to James Caan in this movie.
1: Were they, like, the same age, but Willie Nelson just always has looked like he's 50? I
0: think Willie was, pro- I don't know what their ages were at the time, but Willie, I'm sure, was a little older. He is wow. just living an exceptionally long life at this point, especially now. Apparently, like, the the life expectancy has dropped a little bit. Oh, really? I mean, countries got problems. mm <laughs> birth rates are low but i think that's also people like i can't afford to have kids so i'm not going to
1: or people like us who just haven't and now we're not
0: yeah but let's let's not digress let's talk about this fantastic movie heat apparently james con it was like a little uh michael Mann and james con kind of came up with their own little production company to put this together that's cool james con plays a thief he's he's turned some time he's like a safe cracker This is also uh it's in Chicago, so there's a Belushi in it. But it's this is his first film appearance.
1: I think this is probably
0: the best the best
1: thing that he ever did.
0: Yeah, Jim Belushi is in this movie. He's
1: brilliant in it, and guess what? It's not he's not comedy. There's no comedy. No, no, no. He's just playing this like straight, and there's some funny moments because he's a. I mean, you know, like, but but it's not natural. Really, not yeah. well. I guess I was only thinking of like there's he's a, not a part clowning. where he tackles his girlfriend in the ocean, and it's cute. But that's what I mean. Like, there's nothing funny. Yeah. He's just a real person, and I was shocked and amazed, and I loved it.
0: And the synth- the synthesizer score by Tangerine Dream was very good as well. Mm. But uh, apparently, James Caan kind of studied with actual thieves. So the scene we open up him like going into a safe, and the shots, the way that that's done, apparently everything he's doing is pretty much like how the approach would have been done at the time by actual safe nice. crackers and shit like that. That's cool. And the way Michael Mann kind of zoomed in on certain things, where you see like torches going through like a tunnel, and like it it, it made it look super sharp. And also this movie's just like so dark, but so like. Like it's got swag, but it's also like everything feels gritty and dangerous at the same time. Yeah. And James Con, he's got a cover, he runs a bar and a used car lot to uh as oh like a cover for his yeah. thievery. And he's got this lady that uh he meets up with Can I talk about the lady? Sure.
1: I love this woman and You meet her at the beginning and you kind of think they know each other because he is at a diner with this dude where he's like making a deal and he just walks up to her and he goes, we having dinner tonight? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, pick you up at eight. This is their first date. But the way they interact, it's like they know each other.
0: I think they had at least been seeing each other. Like not not dating, but have seen each other around for a while.
1: Maybe she'd seen her. She'd seen him in there. Maybe that's a place that they meet. But I didn't, I didn't get that because I did. I thought at first they were, but then he shows up two hours late and she's pissed and she's like, you're making a fool of me. But then they go, they go sit somewhere. He convinces her, please just like, let me actually, he manhandles her out the fucking bar and (laughs) puts her in a car. And somebody at one point tries to stop him from dragging her away and he punches the dude. (laughs) Like he's like, no, this woman is coming with me. And so, okay, this makes me torn that guy I'm so was torn like, "In a that, scene like this,
0: that guy was like, like, hey, what are you doing that with that lady, Woken?' Yeah. You are
1: well, going You are insane, but I'm just going to be completely honest. I should be like, he should let her go. You know what? It was kind of hot, but
0: James Con's like, like, it's
1: it's kind of because he's Conn, like, no, I want you, and you're mine.' And but he but didn't you want her? You
0: want to get railed by he's James Con? Like,
1: I mean, listen. <laughs> There's a difference between.
0: Let's go out in public and reenact this scene.
1: (laughs) There is a difference between like the old... Okay, John Wayne has a film where he literally rapes a woman. And as soon as he's done raping her, she's like... Oh, I mean, are you going to come see me later? Like, it's very much like, now I'm in love with you because you raped me. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that's like this like machismo, like, I'm just going to, like, take you and then you're going to, like, fall in love with me. But there's this other part where he's just, like, very confident that he, like, needs her to listen to him. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he ever roughed her up or anything like he wasn't rough with her ever like he truly was just like i need to physically remove you from where you are so that i can get you somewhere to where i can explain to you that we're going to be together for the rest of our lives even though we just met Mm. like and that's what he does like he convinces her and she's still mad for like the first part of the conversation but this is why i know they haven't been dating they don't know each other
0: right right at
1: all And so they're getting to know each other and they lay it all out. Like it's the first date. They he's like, it. look at my oh, ring.
0: Look out. at my watch. Look at what I do. You know what I do? He just straight yeah. up. like, I'm a fucking thief.
1: He's a fucking thief. And, Oh, and he asked Willie Nelson ahead of this. He goes to see him and he says, Hey, I met a girl.
0: Oh, let's talk about this scene.
1: Oh, well, I okay.
0: Let's talk about this. Okay. Scene.
1: Well,
0: this is the only scene he's acting in because the other scene is him in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm, Willie mm-hmm, Nelson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause apparently he trained, uh frank right that's his name right
1: yeah frank and yeah so willie nelson was his like mentor
0: and there and he's going to see him in prison mm-hmm. and they're like their faces are close in the screen and willie is like it is so convincing like a stunning acting performance by willie nelson he
1: just, Yeah, because
0: he you can tell that he just absolutely adores the character of frank james con like the way he looks at him is like like he's looking at like a, like a proud father looking at his son or looking like him like he's just madly fucking in love with him holy shit just that little bit that Willie had in this movie he fucking carried the like it was just a, a really blew my mind how he was so convincingly emotionally connected with this character and just the way he like looked at him with such admiration and love Mm-hmm. Like, come on. We've seen actors who've been doing shit for decades not hit hit that shit like that. And I know Willie did a little acting here and there, especially throughout the 80s. But, like, holy fuck. He did so much in that little scene. It, 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 it actually blew my mind. Like, the way you would portray someone who really just fucking cares about somebody. Watch this scene in Thief with Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, of all people, let him show you how to look like somebody who fucking cares about somebody.
1: It was beautiful.
0: It really was.
1: I it's so crazy to think because you're right, it was one scene. But he was such a huge part of the movie. Mm -hmm. And the way that then James Con Frank talked about him, it like kept him present. You know? And I know we had that picture of him. But yeah, you're right. It just he just looked at him like he nothing in the world made him prouder than that man nothing Mm. in the world it was his most proud thing in his life was the fact that he knew this man i'm i'm like crying like it was
0: it was something beautiful
1: it was beautiful
0: so the outline of this movie is like we um we open up on frank these cool ass fucking scenes of him like cracking a safe and he and he and he steals all these diamonds and he gives them to this guy and he the guy's got to go take him to the people who pay him. He's going to bring back the money. Well, that guy ends up getting thrown the fuck out of a window and he's mm-hmm. dead. So Frank doesn't have his money. He goes to where he knows he's bringing those diamonds and they, these guys, these are mobster dudes, Chicago mobster dudes. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. But I tell you what,
1: we'll make a meet,
0: you make a meet and we'll go, uh, tell you about this job, this gig and, and a big portion of the movie is preparing for this gig Promises to pay him around $800,000, and in 1981 money, that's like 2 three million, right?
1: Well, and from the beginning, this like mob guy is very much like, you're going to work for me. You're mm-hmm. going to work with me. You're going to do this. And James Conn is like, one, maybe two jobs. Yeah. One, maybe two. But he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to do it. The reason he decided to get in bed with this man was because of the woman because that night they spent together he in that same night told her everything about himself he had gotten divorced he didn't have any kids he was a thief and she told him about how she had been with a guy who treated her like shit, and how she like you know ended up on the street alone and like did stuff that she was not proud of and had things done to her that were terrible and he basically was like i don't care about anything that's ever happened to either one of us. I wanna be with you and I wanna be with you right now. I'm asking you to be with me forever." Mm-hmm. And she says, yes. And she would have been crazy if she didn't, mm-hmm. like truly. And so, but but he goes immediately after that because now he's like, okay, I'm with this woman who I am now gonna take care of, but I'm also gonna get the fuck out of this business. Yeah, yeah. And so he's in his mind, one job and done and listen, This did not feel like overdone, but that is a trope that is like that is the worst foreshadowing always ever. It's like one more job and I'm done.
0: You know, this isn't going to go, it's
1: never going to go that way. Sorry, I just wanted to like kind of wrap up the whole like what, like the woman, the woman was why he chose to do this because he wanted to be with her so badly and make a life for her so badly.
0: And apparently, they. The woman couldn't have kids. They That's wanted right. children.
1: And he's like, "We'll adopt them.
0: So the guy that he's doing the jobs for is like, I can get you a kid. Yeah. Like, it's like black market shit.
1: This was and, also and when I was like, he's never getting out of this.
0: And he, and he gives him pause, but the guy's like, hey, it's not my fault that the mother's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like. The mother
1: wouldn't be selling her kid if there weren't buyers. You
0: can still have. But
1: also. <laughs> it's a <laughs> cycle. It's a cycle.
0: I mean, this guy's master manipulator, right? He's but the. He, yeah. Well, you know, it's all dirty as fuck. I mean, even for the fact that we're watching everyone who's dirty, yeah. even the cops, and cops appear and they're harassing. Uh, Frank, James Caan, yeah, and this is beautiful because it's not like some goody two shoes. Like, oh, we're the police shit. Like, they come off every bit as dirt baggy as everyone else, and yep. that's how you fucking do a noir. Like, everyone's a piece of fucking shit, except for maybe the lady who's getting smacked around too much, or the little kid who uh, who needs to grow up and do anything else other than what he's seeing. Oh, your are, old mom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those are the only characters that are like truly good. Everyone else, cops. And sometimes your mom's your mad. main character. They, there's got to be something like dirty about everybody, mm-hmm. and there's there isn't some like there, there's no propaganda here. They're like a nuisance, they're in the way. Mm-hmm. And, and then at one point, they arrest him for like they kick out his tail light and arrest him on some bullshit. And he just starts like calling this one cop like every Italian slur in the book. That's another thing about like, um, you know, like a dirt, like a like an accurate like white mobster ass movie, like Italian mobsters, Irish mobsters, they have to be racist because they were fucking racist. Frank isn't right; He was just trying to get under this cop skin, but the mm-hmm. guy he works for said some racist shit later when he's threatening him. Mm-hmm. Of course these guys are... Have you ever been around these guys? I mean, I know, like, some of these periods of time were a long time ago. I remember being a little kid around, like, some fucking, like, in Chicago around these men in their little basement bar. They're not, like, nice people. They're Mm. saying, like, awful fucking shit. These Irishmen, these Italian men. Like, that's a realistic depiction of how they are. Sure, sure. And it's just a part of the whole grime that covers everything. So these... But these cops, like... And even at the end... I remember at the end, as things are going down, I'm like, please don't let the police roll up on this and have some kind of scene. And it didn't. didn't. And it was perfect. It's like, they came, they were just a pain in the ass, and you figured out how to get around them, and that was it. But finally, we get to the job. And you're thinking that something's going to go wrong. Oh, yeah, the whole time. That someone's going to drop the dime here. They have to, like, use, listen in, tap into a radio, because it's like the alarm goes off, And they cut it off by calling in and giving a password. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they, but the, so the, they got to like, they got to tap through a radio to get the password. And then once they can cut off the system, then they're just home free. And the whole time you think something's going to happen, somebody's going to get double crossed. Mm Mm-hmm and it's a patient scene that's again w- one of the coolest parts actually showing how to break into these safes the system and the style that they use I
1: also really loved little old man that made him the special tool to break into the safe. Yeah. like i loved that he's little like old that man. guy who
0: makes gadgets for james Bond or batman or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um, but they get away with it they do the job you think it's gonna you think it's gonna go south and then he's like it's done
1: they he gets they do the job they have the baby or they pick up the baby
0: because he's fucking good at what he does oh he's fucking good at what he does
1: real quick about the kid sure there is a scene where they go and actually try to adopt a baby he and the woman have gotten married, which we don't even see. I actually kind of love that. I love when things jump and just, like, mention it. And so, you know, oh, okay, this is probably at least a month.
0: your people in their first fucking movie would just have way too much in there. Yeah,
1: they would have to show everything. We didn't need it. It's we don't fine. need it. So they're married, and they go to the adoption agency, and they want to adopt a baby. And he basically, on his, like, employment history or whatever, he had put a prison where he was incarcerated. And she's like, what'd you do there? And he, I don't know what he said, but he basically was like, I worked in the washroom or whatever. You know, like he was answering her and then she kept questioning him. She's like, oh, did you, were you like a guard? And he's like, lady, I was in jail. (laughs) Right. I went to jail. I was in jail. And then she basically was like, well, then you can't have a baby. And he was like, why the fuck cannot two good people who will love a child and take care of a child not have a child? And he truly is like. What do you have? We'll take we'll take one that has got problems. We'll take one that's older. Like, we'll take any, one that's yeah, in any color. Race. Like, I don't yeah. care what this kid looks like, what problems they have. I want a baby. Or a kid. I want a kid. That scene got to me. Mm-hmm. Because we've had those kind of conversations a hundred times. Like, there are children who need families and families who want children. But there are these, like, societal, like, Class, well, there's, it's classism. Yeah, it's yeah, money sure, yeah. because because you have to have the money. Look, it's expensive.
0: We're we're sympathetic because we love Frank and we love that lady. You're, they're not going to give
1: no 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 babies no, 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 no. convicted. I'm following. not saying they should have given him a baby. Sure, I'm not saying they should have given him a baby, but I'm saying but the you, conversation he was having we, but is we, real.
0: We felt what he was feeling. Yes, we understand what he was feeling.
1: It is a it is a and it is a problem.
0: They should have given Still, Frank that fucking baby. No. If they if they, but, if they knew how good he was at safe cracking, they would have given him that baby. Listen. Come on, listen, he's the man.
1: Ultimately, whatever. You, they bought you the You see baby. these rings?
0: You see these watch? I'm wearing $800 suits, okay?
1: What do you think I'd do?
0: What do you think I'd do? He's so
1: fucking cool. Okay, so then um, we're at the part where the job has happened. Yeah. And so he goes to the man and he's like, going to get his money. And hands the man hands him a bag. And he looks at it immediately is like, Where the rest of my money. It's
0: literally like 20 grand and he's supposed to get paid like a little under a milli.
1: Yeah. It's supposed to be like 80, 830 something. And the
0: guy's like, where's, and Frank's like, where's the rest of the money? And the guy's like, no, we're going to do these jobs. He like names like a few other jobs and you saw this coming and he's like wanting to break all the, the full payment out. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is mobster shit, like Mm -hmm. holding it over him.
1: And the guy's like, "No, no, 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 no. Like we made an agreement. I did the job you give me my money and i'm out and the man was like i bought your house
0: i bought, you I bought child. your
1: car i bought your kid your kid is not your kid your kid belongs to me you've got him on loan mm. as soon as the man said i'll get you a baby that was when it was like nail in the co- fucking coffin man like you don't take a don't take a baby from a mobster
0: so f- so that f-
1: you're gonna owe that mobster your fucking life
0: so frank um, honestly, I know we're just going through the movie here. It's so good. We just want to talk about it. But if you haven't seen this movie, go watch this movie. It's on like Tubi right now.
1: Yeah. We don't have to tell the ending if you don't want to. We no, can stop. no,
0: I want to just because I want to get into it. Yeah. He's, he tells this guy's like, you basically got like a fucking day to get me my money. And sure enough, this guy's like an evil fucking mobster. So they creep up on him, end up killing his boy, uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah. And then they... Set him by like these vats of acid things or, and they dump Jim Belushi's body in these vats. And the dude's just like, no, we own you. And you're going to, you're going to work for me now. And of course it doesn't even go to Frank, even trying to do anything else for this guy. Oh no. Frank goes in and he torches all his businesses.
1: Well, first he sends his lady away.
0: Yeah. He's got a drive. He's got a driver.
1: Yeah. But he does the thing to her where he does the.
0: The white he i white, don't love you anymore he the fuck away from me he white fangs he white
1: him. fangs her and but there was this moment i don't know if you picked up on this but it was so i don't know this woman was brilliant and these two together were fucking brilliant and like he's 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 telling her he's like you have to go i don't you know like he's basically white fanging her yeah i and don't love this you moment where she like she stops and she just looks at him for a second And you know that she fucking gets it. Yeah, she's like, I understand what you're doing. He hands her
0: like four hundred thousand dollars.
1: He hands her four hundred thousand dollars, and he calls his driver. Yeah, and and the driver takes. They go wherever to to start a new situation, and then
0: and then he torches all his businesses. Porches the house. He's yeah. blowing all this shit up. And then he goes to the dude's fucking house and like some shit goes down. He ends up killing one of his boys. He ends up killing the dude in his bedroom. There's dudes just swarm in the house. He does get shot and he manages to take out like four guys. And then he takes off his button up and it shows he's got some, some kind of like armor protection and he takes it off. And then he just walks off into the fucking night. and i love that there's no more detail on that because in your mind you can be like oh he's gonna go to her right you know he's got a contact for his driver i'm sure and you know he's gonna go to her or maybe he's just gonna disappear completely because maybe maybe there's guys that worked with this guy that might try to hunt him down but he got his frank wasn't gonna fucking roll over for nobody fuck it you're not gonna pay him he's gonna go he's gonna go to your house he's gonna he's gonna burn everything he
1: literally said burn it down he's
0: gonna burn everything you think you can hold over his head and he's gonna come to your house and he's gonna he fuck burned his
1: own businesses too you. yeah he burned his house he burned the car lot that didn't even have anything to do with that man yeah dead on oh
0: dead on but
1: that I, I i know i just talked about this but to go back like one second the thing that i love so much about that moment where she looked at him and then she turned around and left is like the understanding that they showed in that moment is like something that I don't feel like you have, unless you like really know somebody mm-hmm. because she was trying to be like, no, I love you. Like I'm your wife. I'm not fucking leaving you. But then when he did that, it was like, she was like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is the only possible outcome that you can see. And I trust you. It,
0: it was like, almost like she's like, Oh, of course this is kind of where this, this maybe was, was
1: going to so go. Bad.
0: Yeah. Dude's first feature theatrical film was one of the best modern Noir movies you can actually watch James Khan uh he surpasses Sonny and the Godfather
1: oh God yeah. this
0: is uh what a movie what a movie and we're gonna hump this movie yeah and we're gonna give this one through five
1: are you thinking what I'm thinking
0: well I'm gonna go ahead I, I'll rate it first if you want okay I'll give it the first rating okay is it perfect? Yeah. Is it perfect? Um, I mean, I think you know. I'm not sure what the perfection means. Uh, apparently, this is a pretty broadly critically acclaimed movie, which is interesting because this was this this movie did gar- garner a lot of respect, but it's not a movie that like lingered throughout our lifetimes. This is not one that was like like a must see. You know, this is this is something that I really didn't even hear that much about until around. James Conn past, you know. Yeah. Even talking about Michael Mann movies, it's always like heat mm-hmm. that gets brought up and not like people aren't talking about this one as much. Right. But this is like <laughs> this is high end this is high-end crime drama right here.
1: Here here my take on it is the less things that you feel like needed to be changed, the better the movie is. And when you can't think of anything that needs to be changed. That is a perfect movie. I cannot think of a single thing I would change about this movie.
0: No. And even like what it chose not to show, there's so many like tropier things. And it's just like, it was almost smart in what it didn't show.
1: It was smart in what it didn't show. And Michael Mann pulled things out of people that we didn't know they had, even though we've known who these people are our entire lives. Yeah. Like Willie Nelson and Jim Belushi. Are you fucking kidding me? yeah yeah they were both brilliant like if this movie came out now i feel like willie nelson would get a best supporting actor role like a nomination when
0: i think uh before this movie when i thought of uh, jim belushi i just pictured him on stage like a cornball singing sweet home chicago or something oh, yeah,
1: baby, <laughs>
0: For some reason, that's the only memory of Jim Belushi that, or like, wouldn't he in Curly Sue or some shit, wouldn't he in that? He was in
1: Curly Sue, and then he was in that TV show forever.
0: But now I just saw Thief, and that makes me think about him a little bit differently. Like, oh, this guy kind of got a little juice.
1: Moving forward, this is what I'm going to think of him. Yeah. When when someone brings him up. I'm going to be like, oh, but have you seen Thief?
0: So my only question is, is it a 4.75 or a 5?
1: Mm.
0: Because it's not under a 4.75. No. And if you're not under a four point seven five, not you know what that means, right?
1: Mm-hmm. This is an S tier movie.
0: We have our first S tier fucking I, movie.
1: I think that's totally accurate and deserved.
0: So are you? It's a, are you going to give it a five or a four point seven? You
1: were going first.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, I give it a five. Yeah, same. I love this movie. <laughs> it's
1: perfect. It's my.
0: This is my kind of movie.
1: This movie, fuck I it. it's 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 my favorite one we've watched since we started this. So that makes sense. Yeah. It is the first one that we've given. It's the first 10.
0: Yeah. This is our first 10 movie.
1: Our first S tier and our first 10.
0: Yeah, baby. Everyone get to watch it now.
1: Unrelated. Thief. But made me just think that I didn't even tell you that I got an S rating on my home decor in Animal Crossing yesterday. Oh, wow. Excellent. So I decorate a house as good as this movie. (laughs) (laughs) In a fucking video game, I just am not someone who comes across S ratings that often, so this is cute.
0: A fucking ten, a fucking ten for Michael Mann's Thief. You know, I'm sure we're we're gonna watch more Michael Mann movies this month. I'm sure they're good. Uh, are they gonna be better than Thief?
1: I mean, they're all gonna be compared to Thief.
0: I mean, even even if it gets pretty close, that'll be that'll be like. Really impressive, but Thief is like, this is like in the the canon of like crime noir drama. High recommend here, folks. And uh, I'm so watch this movie. Watch this fucking movie. And you know what? If you betray our boy Frank, we are getting his name right, right? I keep being. I'm,
1: I think his name is Frank.
0: I, I'm so worried. Like, remember when we kept calling uh
1: <laughs>
0: Bill Tippett Paul?
1: it was your fault because you're the one with things written down i don't even have any notes over here and if you say it i'm gonna think you're right because i'm gonna think you have it
0: it is frank we were <laughs> right what's is her it... name oh um let's see jenny uh, yeah sure but uh when people turn their back on frank what does he say
1: death to all traitors death to
0: all traitors